Welcome to In The Zone. I am your host, Chris Broussard. And for the past several weeks during the NBA playoffs, we have done a special series called Me Against the World, where I've taken on all comers about all things NBA, but in particular, the NBA playoffs and the finals. It's just me against the world, baby. We're not done yet, though. We will also have NBA draft segments. We'll continue with our great interviews that we've had of former NBA players and current people around the NBA. And, of course, we'll discuss NBA free agency as that takes shape over the next few weeks. So we are wrapping up today with Rob Parker from FS1, and we hope you enjoyed the series and will continue to tune in to In The Zone. My man, Rob Parker. What's happening, And we're going to get right into it, man. It's all about the NBA Finals. And so, uh, obviously, they just ended last night, and the Warriors won 4-1. As you predicted, I'm going to give you your love. Thank you. I call, I, I predicted the Warriors in six before the series started. After games two, I said the Cavs would get swept. So... I really predicted five as well because it's right oh, in, look between, at you. in between you were, four, you were and five, switching. four and six is five. <laughs> All right, Rob, so let's get right into it. After last night's loss, LeBron had this to say about his performance. Well, for me personally, um, I left everything on the floor every game, all five games. So for me personally, I have nothing to be – I have no reason to put my head down. I have no reason to look back at what I could have done or what I shouldn't have done or what, what I could have done better for the team. I left everything I had out on the floor every single game for five for five games in his finals. And, um, you know, you come up short. Rob Parker, does losing these finals end the GOAT talk for LeBron? I don't know how it doesn't. It's hard for people, even if you're a LeBron supporter or a fan. And it's not that he played poorly or, you know, he played great, yep, okay? Yep. Everybody knows he's a great player. But, Chris, it's so hard for people with a straight face to say he's the GOAT. And he's lost five NBA championships and now is the only uh, MVP to have lost as many. You know what I mean? Finals. Right. To to lose five uh, NBA finals. So I think the Go Talk is definitely going to be scaled back, if not quiet, at least until he has a chance to win another one. Yeah, and I am a LeBron supporter. I I like him. I actually think he's the second best player of all time, but I I do think the Go Talk has to end. Barring. Something that I think is unrealistic, like him winning the next three or next four championships, it's over. And people try to couch it like it's either he's the GOAT or he's some failure. Right, some, or I he's mean, a bum, exactly. right, and it's he's not that. He's Mount Rushmore. I mean, it's not like nobody talks about Magic as the GOAT. Very no. few, but he had a tremendous career. Kareem, very few mention him or Wilt. So, no, nah, it, it, but it's over. Like you said, the five finals losses. I think Jordan's resume is better beyond the championship. And that's what a lot of people lose. What in this conversation has been going on is people trying to discredit those six rings exactly. and say he didn't play anybody or this team was weak. And you just can't do that. Six for six with all six MVPs. And then the other body of work. Last night we talked about it. 
Uh, Jordan led the league 10 years in a row in scoring. In scoring. Exactly. LeBron's led the league once. Yep. I mean, I, the Jordan body of work. Jordan also led the league in steals three times. LeBron's never led the league in anything but scoring that one year, other than minutes played, and Jordan's led as many times in minutes played. So you're right. People want to act like it's just the rings. And look, I think this Warriors team, and I think we'll get to this, is better than any team Jordan beat in the finals. But – like you said, you don't discredit who Jordan beat. He beat great teams. He beat the teams that were there, this, right? And they were great teams then. And he stopped. We talked about this as well. How many big-time Hall of Famers oh. did he block from winning a championship during his era? No question. And when Michael Jordan retired, I just remember everybody, all the kids wanted to be like Mike. Yep. He left a big impression. Well, he put an entire era on lock. He said, look, nobody else is winning it. Nobody. I don't care who you are. LeBron's done that with the Eastern Conference. Jordan did that with the entire league. LeBron has now lost five NBA Finals. If he continues to lose, will that impact his legacy? I mean, look, you certainly don't want to be 3-6, and 3-7 and seven in the Finals. But what are you going to do? I mean, you're trying to compete. You want to get there every year you can. And it shouldn't be looked at as a negative as much. Like, if you want to – Use it to say why Jordan or one reason Jordan's the GOAT and LeBron isn't. I get it. But you can't say he's 3-5, and five, he's 3-6, and six, he's 3-7, and seven, and as if that means he wasn't like a super great player. There's no doubt, but it is how you finish up. And if he were to continue to lose and lose four championships in a row, just say he made it the next three and were to lose those, it does take some luster off, you know. It, it might even make somebody want to make a T-shirt for you. You know what I mean? I gotta I get. Who I gotta get. I gotta get one in your size. Here we go. Oh, now you know I ain't sport. You want to wear now, that? What come does on. that even mean for folk? That's, what does that that's mean? a finals failure of all time. Oh come there on! There it is. No, that's for LeBron. Well, hold on. First of all, uh, don't ask. Don't tell Jerry West. Uh, Jerry West no. was one in eight in the finals. But Jerry West was never considered the greatest player of all, and this is only. I that's give why you that. Uh, this but is he was why still LeBron gets time it. great. He's the logo. Yeah, but that was only because he dribbled left-handed. It wasn't because <laughs> he was a, the greatest player ever. But he was I'm an saying, all-time great. When you talk about somebody being the GOAT in the GOAT conversation, LeBron's lost more finals than anybody, and that's why it, it, he's yeah, the, in the GOAT conversation. No, no question. Well, I, I, look, the other MVP that has made – come on, get that. Get that <laughs> the other MVP – I know Shannon threw it earlier on, <laughs> on uh, Undisputed today. The other MVP who has – a record somewhat like LeBron's is Wilt, two and four. And I think there's some similarities there in that they both were arguably the greatest physical forces and statistical players that we've ever seen, arguably. Certainly Wilt, but you could throw LeBron in there. But the championships, as they've won them for sure, but not what you might expect. I mean, Wilt Chamberlain was the best player in the world. Right. But only two rings. LeBron, Ch- uh, LeBron James, clearly the best player in the world. Like I said, he's on most people's Mount Rushmore. But only three rings. And so uh, there's a similarity there. But, yeah, I-, I think that, look, some people act as if 3-5 and five is worse than 3-0. and oh. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, he no. got to eight. That's an accomplishment. It, it, it is an accomplishment, but also the uh, the flip side is because he has such an easy pattern, easy uh, path in the, in the East, it does diminish it somewhat. Look, I, I will say this. There's a very good possibility. I might even say more than 50% that LeBron James never wins another ring. 
I, mean, I, I don't disagree with that. I we, think that that is real. I won't. I, I think he's got a good chance. We'll see what kind of moves the team can make, but it, it's a great chance that that he may not. All right, LeBron became the first player to average a triple double in the finals. Great accomplishment. Should that accomplishment though be a consolation prize for losing? I I think if if LeBron is honest that. You play, you put up those numbers, you, you you say to yourself, you know, I did all I could do, but I don't think he holds his hat on that. No. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. about winning. Yeah. I always say sports has a short menu. It's wins and losses. So that other stuff, while people can talk about it, there's no way he goes home and feels good. Well, but I was the first player to ever average exactly. a triple-double. I doubt that comes up at a dinner conversation. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Or you're going out trying to brag to people. So... It is an accomplishment, and I'm sure he is aware of it, but I don't think he takes any solace. He'd much rather go 25.7 assists, seven rebounds, and win the championship. I will say this, though. When when you look at people's legacies and you look, you try to differentiate between the all-time greats, you know, because they're all phenomenal. Oscar, Kobe, LeBron, Tim Duncan, Jordan, so on and so forth. You do pick little achievements or failures – little nuances to differentiate. No doubt about it. And this is, I think, again, this doesn't erase the loss uh, by any means. You like, you kind of erased 2007 because he had a, he didn't have a great I team. I don't want to erase 2007. Not, not erase, but I mean, you know, you because don't really he, Because had he won that. Because he was would, so young. Because had he won that, people would, would have well, been marveled because at Because that, I'm not saying erase. I mean, he's three and five. Right. But I'm saying most people that even hold Dallas against him, or San Antonio. Right, I get it. I'm not. You don't really hold that. He was a young that team, kid. They, really, they have shouldn't have really anymore. been there. Yeah, exactly. It was a great Pistons. just right. to get there. And they faced a great Spurs team. That doesn't do this. But when you're picking, like, is LeBron better than so-and-so, to say that he's the only player to ever average a, a triple-double in the finals, that will be a notch in his belt. There's no doubt. I, I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm just saying LeBron personally, yeah, I don't think no it, it means that much to him, not in the, in the grand scheme because it came in a losing effort. Now, if he, he had a triple-double and they knocked down and beat yeah. the Golden State Warriors and he had a, a, a heroic and a Herculean effort in doing it, yep. now the legend is through the roof. Yep. So no I think that's the part that changes it, at least for me. What do you think is more impressive between a Russell Westbrook's triple-double for the entire season, LeBron's I, I I think Russell Westbrook, only from this standpoint, an entire season is an unbelievable thing. And then you to go 40-some-odd years between the yeah. big O and him with all these great players that have played and nobody else could do it. And remember, he had to play every night and yeah. bring it yeah, every it's night. And 82 it's not, games. It's, it's, it's a grind, and yeah. you know that with the travel. So I'm, I'm more I'm with you. I think it's a little more impressive. I do think there's an argument, though. If somebody wanted to argue LeBron's, because one, it's going against the best team in the world. Two, the second best defense in the world. And nobody's ever done that. Oscar Robertson, Robinson, obviously. Robertson obviously did what Westbrook did. But no doubt. I'm with you. All right, Durant, uh, Durant wins the finals MVP. Has he passed LeBron as the best player in the world? No, I, I still think LeBron's the best player. Um, when you watch their games, LeBron just can dominate and control a game in a way that KD can't. Now, KD is a better scorer, obviously a better shooter, and he fits better in that Spurs system, I think, than LeBron would. I'm sorry, and the, the Warriors. Warriors system. But 
he doesn't control a game and can't like LeBron can with his passing and playmaking. Uh, and he's got so much far less responsibility than LeBron does. And he's got greater greater players around him, so they draw attention that frees him up to get easier shots. I agree. I think it's the prison of the moment. Yep, yep he played great. Averaged, what, over 35 points in the NBA it's Finals. Phenomenal. He wins an MVP. He made big shots. So when people look at that, oh, he's better than LeBron. It was a passing of the torch, which I didn't buy. I think after game two, people started yeah, saying that. Paul Pierce, who, who, who is an arch rival right. of LeBron James, exactly. we might add. It was almost <laughs> like uh, – Isaiah Thomas, and I'm talking about Zeke from the Pistons, and uh, Bill Lambeer saying that uh, LeBron was better than Michael Jordan. you got to know the history (laughs) to know that they would never give Michael any credit. You know what I'm saying? So so from that standpoint. But I think what I saw from him is just his confidence, that big shot he made in game three where he just kind of dribbled. You know what I mean? Didn't hesitate, didn't look for anybody else, and I think he plays – his game is great from this standpoint. He doesn't have the pressure. He has all no. the great players around. All he has to do is go play his game and not worry about too much else, and I think that's why you saw him rise. I think he does enter next season, though, as the favorite for MVP. I see. I agree with that. I really do because, I mean, this has worked out terrifically for him. All right, look, does winning both the ring and the finals MVP validate Durant's decision to go to Golden State? No way, no how. What? I, you rather see him in Oklahoma City I would, with for, no ring. For the best of the Possibly. league. But but the only thing I'm going to say about this is they did get to the finals before, right? Oklahoma, with West, City. Oklahoma yeah. City with Westbrook. And they were up 3-1 to one against Golden State before they choked it down. If you remember, oh, yeah. Durant had a bad game seven in that situation. So it wasn't like it was out of his reach or he never had a chance to get there. Uh, And I know he did validate it from this standpoint, that he was the MVP, so he wasn't riding their coattails or just along for the ride. He he carried him. him. So from that standpoint, but I still would rather him not have joined that team and, you know, not weaken the league as much as it has. It's a two-team league. If you want to put the Spurs in it and make it two and a half, that's not for competition. That's not what it's about. I just want to see – Guys have to go through things, and you know what I mean, and oh, yeah. and and and, and uh, try to win that way. So that's why it doesn't validate it for me. I get it. I do think it validates it. I mean, I I felt like he had to win this championship, and he didn't have to be the Finals MVP, but he had to be a factor. He had to be an impact player. Where you said they would not have won it without KD, and obviously he was that, and then some. But I I'll say this, even though this has validated it, but they really need to become a dynasty, like. As great as he is and as great as they were without him, if you're that type of impact player, if you're that type of all-time great, then you need to make this team be a dynasty. And they were great without you. Right. They already so won a championship a without. Right. So, so, so if, if he were to, like, five years from now, he's got one ring, this one, then you look back at it like, man, that was – he really didn't do much there. Absolutely. It needs to be, to me, if they win three in a row, right, plus the one that, that he so really wasn't more, part of. So, yeah. so it would be two more, and then it would be four out of five years. Then that's a dynasty. You have to win at least two or two out of three to me, uh, to, to, to be like two, two in a row at least. 
to be a dynasty, and I think that they need those two more. Do you consider the Pistons bad boys a dynasty? Yeah, because they won, they two. won two, and then they went. You know, yeah, then they, they go three straight. Years. They went three straight years, and they won two. You got to do at least a back to back. Without a back to back, even when you talk about the Spurs, they're not a true dynasty because they never even won back to back. But they won would, five over a long time. I would consider them a bigger dynasty. Than the bad boys pistol. Really? Just See, because the I, you're right, they didn't back. They to never back, did back to but back. Five in what fifteen years or whatever. Yeah, but that's spread out. I don't know about that. <sighs> they were good, but not that good. You just you, he's from Detroit. No, to stop it. Here we go. <laughs> All right, whose season would you rather have, Durant or Westbrooks? Durant. Um, no question. Look, Westbrook. I voted for him for MVP. I think he's going to win MVP. But there is no question. I mean, if you're Kevin Durant. This year could not have worked out any better, other than if you had been regular season MVP, which was never going to happen no. because people were against you when you started the season. But, I mean, you win the ring, you go 16-1, and one, you beat LeBron James, who had beaten you when you didn't win the finals in 2012, and you carried the team. You became their best player, like – no question I'd rather have Durant season. I totally agree. It's always about winning a championship. Yeah. That always trumps everything. I don't. I, you could have a so-so regular season, but a great playoffs and finals and win a title, to me, that that's why you play. That's what it's about. And uh, if you ask Westbrook could he, if he could take the championship instead of the, the uh, triple doubles yeah. uh, for the entire season, he would take the championship. I think it would be crazy not to. Well, some people ask this question, and I, I, I'm interested in your answer because mine. Is, I, I've often been asked, would you rather be Charles Barkley or Robert Ory? Or in, let's say what Russell Westbrook or um, – That's a great question. You know, uh, who, who won, uh, uh, Derek Fisher. I would much rather be Charles Barkley and Russell Westbrook than Derek Fisher or Robert Ory. My thinking is when you have star ability, when you can be an all-star and a superstar, you want to be that. And you try to win a ring, but even if you don't win that ring, you were able to play to your maximum ability and try for a championship. I'd rather be that than a role player who kind of got carried to titles, even though I hit – Big shots. Right. No, I agree. Which, I think yeah. Charles uh, – yeah, I'd rather be Charles. Charles Barkley a too. legend. Charles Come a on. legend and was a great player. Just didn't, It just didn't happen for yeah. him. And it happens like that sometimes in sports where you're really good and it doesn't happen. We we On Undisputed today, uh, Shannon brought up Ted Williams, who was one of the greatest hitters in the history of baseball, went to the playoffs one time, didn't <laughs> win anything, you know, because the Red yep. Sox never yep. won. And, and – he was a great hitter and all that, but he never won. And yeah. I bet you he would give up some of those batting titles to have won a championship and a World Series with the Red Sox. So it's always, yeah. you know. Uh, but he's but look, we still talk about him. If he had not hit 400 right. we but had won a ring, we wouldn't be talking about him. We still talk about him. Absolutely. So I got did, – did Steph redeem himself from his previous finals performances? Absolutely. He played really well because the, the other two, and I know the numbers aren't horrible, like, you know, that some people have made him out to be. But he wasn't. He didn't play like the MVP that yeah, he was. I agree. And the first year, he didn't even get any votes which, for MVP. Which I think was ridiculous. I'm on but, record as saying he should have been MVP. But he didn't get it. He, he, got, no, get he got no votes. Yeah. Because Della Vadova hemmed him but up. he averaged won. 25 points. I know, Six but assists, five rebounds, and average had 37 in the pivotal game. Five. I'm telling y'all, y'all were tripping. Steph was great in that. Finals, he got no not, love. He was not as good as we expected. Exactly, and I but think he, that was yeah. it. But here, 
I think that he did bounce back and uh, played really well. I know. I, I don't know how you could look at him and, and not think his uh, contribution were were huge for them, along with you know uh, uh, Durant. But I think that he did redeem himself. He averaged twenty seven points, nine assists, and eight rebounds. I mean, he was phenomenal. Um, and I think even though Kevin Durant is their best player, I think Steph is probably their most important player. Because the fact that he has such range, it spreads the defense out and puts them on their heels every possession. And beyond that, he set the tone in that culture, in that franchise. Just like Tim Duncan did in San Antonio, by having such a a, a lack of ego and welcoming KD. And just he set a tone in there before KD even got there that they're rolling with now. And actually is one one of the things that made KD want to go there. So, yeah, I think Steph redeemed himself from whatever he needed to, even though he didn't get a finals MVP. Absolutely. While Steph won the uh, won another title, uh, he still has not won a finals MVP. How will that impact his legacy? Again, as I said earlier, when you're nitpicking about great players, all-time greats, you do look at little things like that. But overall, I don't think this hurts him. Um, I, I This team... It shouldn't be it's KD's team or it's Steph's team. Just like we think of the Showtime Lakers. We don't say it was Magic's team or Kareem's team. And I think that that's how they should go down and will go down. Um, Steph has plenty of opportunities. I'm sure he'll be a finals MVP at some point. But we know what he does in the regular season. We know he played terrifically in this series. And, you know, just like when Worthy won the MVP for the Lakers, didn't take away from what Magic or Kareem did. Bird's first title, Cornbread Maxwell, Cedric Cornbread Maxwell was MVP, didn't take away from that. So people shouldn't jump on stuff. I, I would say the only way it would impact his legacy is if they were to win a couple more, like say they won two more, and he didn't win an he MVP, then – like you wouldn't put him in the conversation of goat, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that would—that's the only thing that would stop. You him. actually think he could one day be in the goat? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, say if they won two more and he won a couple more regular season MVPs, and he's shooting yeah. the lights out of it, you know what I mean? And yeah. and stuff and putting up numbers that we haven't seen, then you would look and go, but wait a minute, and they won these four championships, but he never—he yeah. never won an MVP in the finals. Everybody else did. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm saying, I think that's that, a great point. That, that's yeah. the only way to me it would it could possibly hurt his legacy. Yeah, that's if, a great if it point. Was, if it was because about Because last season during the regular season, you did hear commentators saying he could end up being top ten of all time. Some even said top five if he continues to do this. And when you're again, if you look at little things on people's resumes, if you saw four or five titles, never a Finals MVP, that could come back to haunt him. All right, the Warriors went 15 and or 16 and one on their way to the title. Are they the greatest NBA team of all time? I think this is one of those prisoner of the moments. It's so fresh. Maybe if they would have gone 16 and 0, I don't know. I just think the competition level. This is me. It's also about who you beat. And when you look through, uh, you know, the road they had to go through, I'm just not that impressed. And then they beat uh, the Spurs without um, Kawhi Leonard, you know, him getting hurt. Remember, they were down 25 points in that first game. I don't know how that series was really going to turn out had they won that game and and, uh, Kawhi Leonard stayed healthy. So just my gut is no because of the competition. 
not taking away anything that they did. They had to play who was in front of them. But I think when I look at this era of the NBA, I always say it's, it's, it reminds me of uh, Larry Holmes and Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali didn't beat everybody, but he beat all the big guys at the time, the biggest yep, heavyweights. Yep. Larry and he Holmes beat everybody. Well, right. he had a couple losses later he, in his career, right. but he redeemed his losses when he was in his prime. When, when his prime. Yeah. And then and if you look at Larry Holmes won his first 48 straight fights, but nobody ever considered him the greatest because they looked at the people that he fought and said they were either bums or has-beens or washed up. So I think that takes away from uh, a team's legacy when you look at the competition. No, nah, that's fair. That's fair because – because so many of the great players went to this team, um, they didn't, I mean, face as good a competition. You know, uh, Houston had one superstar, and that's it, one all-star. Uh, and then during the playoffs, they did face teams that were injured. Um, one year, because obviously we're not talking about greatest of all time. Right, as far just as one year. Dynasty, right, right. One year, I, I like Philadelphia 1983 with Moses Malone when and they- Dr. J. They swept Magic and Kareem in the finals. I love some of the Showtime Lakers teams. Take your pick, which one you think was better. And then, obviously, you got the Jordan Bulls. And people even talk about the 86 Celtics. I, I got Bird one, I got one team. Just just hear me out on this one. And this ain't another homer oh, thing. Oh, man, come on. The 2004 Pistons. Oh, stop. I'm gonna wait, tell wait, you, wait. One of the all-time great teams. Stop it. It is. Stop it. They beat a team. Just think about the team that was put together. Shaq and Kobe had already won three Get straight. Get this man out of here. No, no. I'm serious. <laughs> And then they added Gary Payton and Carl Malone, and the Pistons were the first team to ever have a five-game sweep. Remember that? That was a no, five-game no, sweep. No, I don't remember a five-game sweep. I remember five they five. But you covered – I know I covered that series, and I'm, I know you did as yeah, well. Absolutely. You know the Lakers imploded. First of all, when they beat – they were falling apart as it was. And then they came back and beat San Antonio. The Pistons still should not have like beat that team. And like that was their championship. And then during the finals – Malone was it was injured, and you know Shaq and Kobe obviously had their issues, and and Gary Payton wasn't happy. I mean, it was a mess. Don't poo poo the Pistons in two thousand four. I give them love for give winning them some it, love. but you gonna say they were one of the best teams ever? Stop it, Rob. In the show, get out of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Look, Vegas already has the Warriors as the favorites to win next year's title. Is their dominance bad for the league? Absolutely. I know nationally people like it because they could just talk about them all day. But for a competition thing for the NBA around, NBA America, we saw the numbers go down. Regionals 15%. During the regular During the regular season. Yeah. And also TNT and ESPN's ratings for national games during the regular season Went down 6%. But the playoffs. No, the, play, the, the playoffs the, were good. No, The playoffs I, were not. good, and the finals were like the best in 20 years. Yeah, okay, but you, I'm You still, conveniently left no, that I'm, out. But I'm saying, <laughs> but it's not just about the play. You've got a whole regular season. And you have an NBA America that's looking up. You Do you feel uh, like you would want to run out and buy season tickets for your local team that has no shot to win? I don't know if I ever remember a time when, when, when so many teams have no shot to win. And let's be honest, they just don't. Well, we'll see. You make valid points for the regular season. We'll see what that happens. What happens with that? But 
dynasties and dominance has proven to be good for leagues. I mean, when Jordan Jordan had it was a dynasty, six straight years essentially. But we and but people we loved it. But we talked about the the teams that the guys that he stopped. They had chances. Now they Charles Barkley didn't win. Patrick Ewan didn't win. Reggie Miller didn't win. But but you can't did tell you people. Really ever? Th- how how often did you think they were gonna beat Jordan? I, I Bulls? thought they the Knicks, never. I, nobody I, took him seven. I thought the Knicks had a chance when they won the but first two games. But that's because you wrote for New York Newsday <laughs> and you had to. Th- I mean, like like come on. No, but I, I was never there. Thought I thought the Knicks were gonna I, beat I, I, Jordan I did. Bulls. I, I thought they were gonna beat him that year. That's the one year I did. You that. were under the spell of <laughs> Pat Riley. It? I know that's what that was that was about. But or Jeff Van Gundy. But I would. Um, Dominance has been good for the league historically. And here's the thing to me that separates these Warriors. They are fun to watch. That's the thing. They're exciting to watch. I don't disagree with that. 25-foot shots, occasionally 35-foot shots, is exciting and fun. And I think that's what can make up for the lack of teams competing with them is that they're so fun to watch. But the only problem is we turning into, is the NBA turning into the Harlem Globetrotters? Am I expecting to get confetti dumped over my head while I'm at the game? <laughs> because that's what it's turned into. It's like a it's like a show with the half court shots and everything and 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 uh, the, the the Warriors are now playing the Washington Generals every other night. They just have different <laughs> uniforms on. So I think that there's got to be some pushback where you have like Somebody make a challenge of them. If they would have win the next three championships, I'm telling you, that kind of dominance is not good for the league. Yeah, it'll be great for the finals, and I think. But you're right. We'll see what happens in the regular season. But I'm gonna say this is a challenge to the coaches too, because let's let's be honest. Before Kevin Durant got there, you would not look at Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green and say that's overwhelming. Talent. No, no, no. But then, I would and even they were say drafted, LeBron, and I get all that. And Kevin Love right. have more talent than them. But Steve Kerr put the perfect system in place for them. So you do have talented teams around the league. Cleveland, obviously. San Antonio, who Popovich does find a great system for them. The Clippers, that's a super team with Blake, Chris, Paul. They can't get out of the second round. But so, it's so. because they haven't found the right system for them. I'm challenging these coaches from other talented teams to do what Steve Kerr did and find the perfect system for your players. And then maybe you'll get some challenges to this team. All right. All right, man. Speaking of challenges, you were a great challenger today. You went down, but well, you I went, didn't went down I won. Swinging. Are you kidding? You went down swinging. I, went, right. I, went, I won. <laughs> I was robbed. In the zone, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Thanks for tuning in. And if you don't know, now you know. That's it for today's show. Please don't forget to subscribe to In the Zone on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. And tell us what you think in the comments. See you next time. Peace. Yeah. I'm in my zone.